I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And we're, we're the, the Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Sisters Balancing Act. Today, um, we are going to be talking through and walking you through my tradition, my birthday tradition, which is my This I Believe statement that I write every year on my birthday. And Anita and I are going to kind of walk you through and talk you through each of the different components So and give you our stories and kind of lessons we've learned um, from doing this. This is, will be Anita's first year doing this. Um, she's doing it on my birthday, but I hope she does it on her birthday too. Um, okay. So we're going to do it together and share with you the valuable experience. I've had a couple other people in the past um, really enjoy the concept of this and I've sent this template out before so I have linked the template in the blog post as well so I'll have this ready for you guys and I hope that you do it and share it with me um share with me the experience that you had when you do it on your own birthday so the reason I do it on my birthday specifically instead of on typically between New Year's and Christmas is because that's when I do my goal planning for the year and my birthday is about halfway between uh, the year so I kind of get you know, in July and then December. So I hit two points in the year where I know that I'm going to be looking at my life at a big picture glance and I can kind of self-assess from there. So I always write the date in which I write it and I try to write it on my birthday, but I don't necessarily always do it on the day of my birthday because this year I had events going on. So I just write the date of what happened just to give myself a point of reference. So the overall purpose of this letter to yourself is to capture memories of the year, track your changing mindset, be grateful for what you've done, and get excited about the year coming up. So I'll give you a quick background before I have Anita chime in here and start pulling from her experience or her point of view. I started this when I was a senior in high school and it was part of an English class project to write our This I Believe paper on things that represented us and we wrote our current mindsets and it was intended to um, email it to us in five years and have us read it then. Well, I accidentally read mine a year after I had wrote it and I realized so much of my life and my mindset had changed just from the year when I was in high school to my first semester of college. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have so much different outlooks on life. Like I need to capture this change because you don't really ever picture yourself changing a mindset from being I tend to be a little bit more fixed mindset when I was in high school I wasn't super open to new ideas and new concepts and kind of karma like I, I was just very in stuck in my ways when I was in high school so when I came to college I discovered a lot of new things new cultures new experiences and I had opened up my mindset a little bit and I started that first year in my freshman year of high school and I wrote the second blog or the, the second, I call it a statement. Um, so I wrote that one and can just continue on with the tradition every single year and started to develop different categories that I touch on every year. And I always go back and read the one from the years before. So the first kind of area that I like to touch on is health. So this includes any financial or <laughs> fitness milestones, achievements, and I like to tell a story during the past year so that I can relive that moment when I read it at a future point in my life. So Anita, what financial mile, <laughs> keep reading financial because it's right below fitness. <laughs> what fitness milestones would you include in your This I Believe statement this year? Oh, definitely. I'm glad we're doing this this year because this has been more of a Anita year than less of a mom year for me. And mm -hmm. I love being a mom. There's absolutely, I love being a mom, but 
I haven't had a lot of Nita years in the last six years, but this year has been one. So um, fitness milestones, my goodness, I've mm -hmm. probably hit my, my top, my, not my peak. It was a peak because you're going to be descending down, but I've hit, I've hit right. a top of, of goals I've put in front of myself and achieved them. So I took on a five month nutrition uh, plan, I guess you could say, or a program, or um, I dieted down for five months leading into a couple of shows into May and did really bad at one and did really good at another <laughs> one. Um, but at the same time, it was personal goals I was trying to achieve along the way. The shows were just the hair and makeup and the suit and playing the role of what I was trying to achieve for and manifest at that point, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So health and fitness uh, milestones would definitely be uh, stepping on stage, especially because the year prior I had a serious back injury and I couldn't do much of much of anything for fitness goals. And the milestones are ups, the downs, totally. and just the memorable. That's yeah. the point because your memories don't last that long. At least mine don't. Like I don't retain all of my memories, but if you do them year by year, absolutely, you can retain them more and kind of relive that memory. I don't know why I like reflecting. Well, so and I think it's good and bad. Like I won't not tell someone I got last in my class at a mm -hmm. show. That it may have bothered me one time, but it doesn't bother me now because I stuck to it and I gave it another go. Whether I would have gotten sixth place in my second show or whatever, I would have been proud of that as well. So definitely with the milestones, reflect on all of them because with the bad, you've got to fight for the good again. And that's going to push you forward onto the next and, and make you better. Definitely. And all of the milestones, the point of, I kind of touch on these four broad topics to kind of hit on, kind of the four pillars of how I like to live my life or the folk areas of focus I like to put emphasis on because those areas shape me and my outlook on life the most, in my opinion. But if you're going through this and you're like, Camille, you really missed out on a big topic. Like I'm looking at this now and I'm like, I have nothing about food in here. Oh, And yeah. that has been an evolving well, topic. Well, I think it, I think it can <laughs> adapt on its own and exactly. want things that are important to you. And I think, I think it could be added to. So let's add food in right now. That Would would that be happiness or love? <laughs> For food? For food. I yeah. think it should be its own health, its own <laughs> section. Food. Food is its own section. I mean, it's such a big thing in our lives that it, why can't it be its own section? Totally. You may have grown or learned much more about food food one year to the next, or this might inspire you to do more the mm -hmm. following year, knowing that it's coming up. That's the cool thing about this. There's no right or wrong. Right. Develop it and adapt it to work for yourself. And make it your own, too. I've had suggestions from other people of putting in your screenshot of your home screen every year on the same day of the year, because as we all know, we get new smartphones, we get new backgrounds, we move around our apps. We don't notice when we move our apps around so much, but... Your, if you think about it, your home screen on your phone is kind of a reflection of what's important to you at that time in your life. Like, mm -hmm. I routinely will move social media on and off of my home screen in life. And I think that's a really interesting, like, thing to include on your everything once a year is to check what you're, like, what's your technology, what's on your main screen of life. Kind you of know what time. is actually a good help in that factor? Mm. Facebook. Oh, totally. I love, it's like six years ago what I do. Oh my gosh, I remember posting mm -hmm. that. I can reflect on the time and all that kind of stuff. So I use it as, I don't repost a ton of them. I right. usually send them to the person I was connected with in the picture to a personal message. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. That's a great thing to you just use as a tool. If you're not as organized as Camille can be with this stuff, like 
Facebook helps me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be a formal thing. I'm kind of a formal processes kind of a but person. Yeah, everyone has their own I've thing. evolved so into formal, that. Formal, a little bit formal or not at all. You can just use whatever and make it work. Yeah, and I've adapted this. I didn't have a template when I started, obviously. I took this as a high school project assignment <laughs> and just basically blogged the first year and then the second year I kind of just picked categories to give some structure to it and it's evolved into a working template as I've just added two things during yeah. this podcast no, definitely. um so let's move on to the next section that I like to hit on is wealth um so I talked about my financial milestones I typically just um write down kind of what's in my checkings and savings this is a document for myself I never and I will never share the entire document to the public um it's a personal thing I will share moments of it and I'll read some quotes from um, some previous statements I've written to kind of share with you some comic areas Um, and just kind of track your progress because you don't really know at what point in your life that you had certain income levels and what your viewpoints surrounding wealth were. Um, When I was in high school, money, I treated money very differently than the way I treat money now and I envision myself treating money very differently in the future. So that is an area that I like to touch on specifically And I also talk about how my career is going since it is related to wealth and um, there as well. So I don't know about like everyone else, but I forget like how old I was when I worked at certain jobs Mm -hmm. and like that transition of like, obviously your resume will hold that information, but it's kind of cool to look at my 17 year old self and what jobs I had and how much money I had in the bank. Um, So that part, it's just like really nostalgic for me to kind of do these, but it's also cool to just track that progress. And um, do you have anything to add for wealth? Yeah, sure. I'll, okay. I'll give a personal thing on Perfect. wealth really quick. I don't know if mm-hmm. everyone wants to hear my personal plan, but I'll keep them short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, because wealth is something that Riley and I are sitting sitting in with. We have a wealth of time and personal planning and career-oriented passion goals. So as all of our most of our, let's all of our finances are kind of spread throughout our businesses and our passions or into our home gym where he personal trains out of. Like we're kind of spread thin wealth wise and we live very minimally, but on a whole of personal goals or passion projects or living through something that you've been dreaming of doing, I would say our wealth is very high on that. Or we're trying to continue to find and adapt of what we want. And instead of waiting until retirement, or waiting for five years, or waiting to do things, we're saying, no, the time is when we want it to be. And for some of the things we want, the time is now. So we're, we're more willing to take a paycheck and buy a bunch of rhinestones just because we see a bigger picture. So wealth is a cool one for me this year um, because we're putting it all out there in hopes to regain it back in different ways. Yeah, and that made me think, which I added again to the document. I think this is going to expand. This is good. No, this is during, good. This is good yeah. for everyone because you kind of need a template. Grab a pen and paper and yeah. why not? Why not crumple up at the end if it doesn't work out? Yeah. But why not? Even if you don't do it next year, like just do it now and yeah. kind of just look at your life as a snapshot. Like you assess yourself. It. Yeah. It'll be a fun kind of exercise to do. Um, I just added a question. I like asking people specific questions because to me it's easier to answer a question than to just ponder. Mm. Um, So I put in there, what's abundant in your life? So just because it doesn't have to be financial, 
Um, there can be other things that are very mm-hmm. abundant yeah. in your life. And to me, abundance is associated with wealth. So that's what I added. Um, and I'm going to go and update my current this I believe statement um, to include my things that I'm abundant in my home screen things yeah. like that a, a big thing for me I want to throw out there is like I do have um, financial goals I do mm-hmm. have money stream milestones milestones goals but sometimes you got especially being a self-business entrepreneur sometimes you got to put it out there and it's make it as low risk as possible to turn it out so definitely money is something that I'm working towards, but it's not a necessity in my life to make me happy along the way. And I'm working to keep that a a main focus. You're a big fan of the MVPs, the minimal viable product, which I learned in my entrepreneurship class. (laughs) Totally. I had to take a class on entrepreneurship. (laughs) You just live it. (laughs) I wrote the class. No, (laughs) just kidding. Every entrepreneur hates me right now. Yeah. It's for the guy that wrote that book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next topic is love. Um, so this one, I kind of write, um, and my wealth typically doesn't have a ton of stories associated with it, but if there were any financial stories, um, people remember stories a lot, so I like to include writing a story in the first person point of view, um, just write a short little blurb about what happened. So for love, especially, I like to include stories, happy, sad, ups and downs, excited, scared, all the things. Um, just write a story that stood out to you regarding your love your love life, you know, the people you love, your friends, your family, relationships, even if they're not yours, if they were very memorable to you, write about someone so-and-so who got married. You know, I treat this as partially a very deep reflective moment, but also partially to fulfill that gossip need internally to kind of keep tabs on everything. You know, it's a, it's a time capsule for me. It's, it doesn't have to be this really intense, heavy material I like to kind of integrate the both of them. So I, you know, write about my, this one, this year, it was just mostly about my relationships. Um, But in the past and further down on the template here, I include a lot more surface level things, which are just more fascinating to me than reflective. Um, So do you have anything to add? Yeah, I'll do a short one on love. I have a ton of amazing love in my life. And I've, um, I've got two little girls and a husband that are surrounded by me or they're surrounding me daily 24 seven, which sometimes can be, I don't know, frustrating or you want your space, but most of the time you're just so happy that they're near you. Um, so it's been a fun adventure as the two girls are growing up and becoming more independent. I love independence. So watching them become more independent has been awesome for me as I'm multitasking as are they doing with their toys and their games and everything. So it's been fun to see my little girls grow up and that love change as they age. Same for my husband. We, com- we competed together. We, we dieted down together. There's a lot of hard hardships that some couples have during pre- mm-hmm. preps and stuff like that. But we made sure we checked in with each other. And every time we were fine, even if one of us was having a bad day, we're like, are we good? We're everything's good? We're like, everything's good. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we knew when to break the ties and just kind of go solo. Even our food prep and everything, we just relied on ourselves and not each other because we had our own goals in mind. Um, so the love is abundant this year. Mm-hmm. I've got friends and family near and dear. And it's just been amazing stories of exploration of 2018. So it's been cool. It's been cool. Yeah, that's definitely something that I like to touch on, too, besides, like, that's another place to include, too. Like, your hobbies would, you know, like, what have you just been loving in that year, too, Mm -hmm. besides, like, 
the struggles and the barriers that you've overcome and like just the, your current situations. Cause for me, I'm in my early twenties, my relationships and work things are changing very rapidly. So for me, it's like more of a time capsule for this, but for you, someone who's been in, in a relationship for a long time, you know, right. you're not going to have a whole lot of your relationship status updates. changes right. every year. And how are you adapting as a couple and how, yeah, how are you changing as a family? Communication's a bigger topic this mm-hmm. year and you know, delegation whatever so whatever it is that makes sense for you and totally make this your own and adapt it the way you want to interpret it however you want i just like to give guidelines to like give you ideas on what things to write on and i have not seen camille's statement you did you send me this blank form yep so i have not seen her personal one so if i'm talking about something it could completely be different direction than what she's and that's why i'm writing i've written like six things already because these (laughs) are this is why we do this we have two very similar intentions but we have very different mindsets yeah we go after things in a lot of different direct or a lot of two different starting points we approach things very differently which is why i like that the differences it gives me good ideas um so the next topic we'll just hop right into it is happiness so I like to kind of write who my current friends are, like that year that really stood out to me is like being by my side um, in different events, telling stories, anything that happened in the family, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. I like to keep it positive, but of course, you know, there's moments to time capsulize things there. Um, you know, vacations, I like to include just general highlights from that year. So like, for instance, last year, at this and my birthday, I was living in Egypt. So that's something that I definitely, I had to think, you know, before I go and write this every year, I try to think like, where was I last year at this time? And what things did I do? Like, where was I? I had a semester, my final semester of college during this year. And I had a semester off where I was working. So I had to, it's really easy to just write this where you currently are. But you have to go back all the way until the year before and think where you were at that point last mm-hmm. year and kind of gather all the things that happened in that year. So I like to write like all the vacations because that helps me like kind of chunk up my year into like where I was, what I did and like what I was thinking about at that time. Um, and I just write all down all of that too. And then, um, so what would you include for the happiness on your part? Um, I was, I think I said exploration earlier, but this year the family just took on a lot of personal goals Mm -hmm. and we just took a lot of chances and worked really hard over the winter when everyone was hating winter and how dark it was. I was still getting up at 5am and uh, designing for a company that has never been launched or no one knew about and just believing in a possibility. So this year the happiness was just risk. I don't know. We took a lot of risks. We had a lot of roller coasters, but I am happy that we put ourselves out there and we took that chance. And whether it was ups and downs or twists and turns, we did it. We did it together. And in the end, I think we've all really grateful what we achieved along the way, but there's still so much more to come. Like Mm -hmm. once you start achieving some things, I'll soon be like, Whoa, I think I could do that. I want to try that. Let's go try that. You know, and it just gives you the courage to continue forward. And that's why I love doing this is because on my birthday, like I obviously ideally like to do it on my birthday just because it it is a special thing that I like to do. But what happens when I do this is I reflect on last year, like I'm really grateful for everything that I've done in the last year. And you can see how much progress you've made 
and see all of those things and just feel really grateful and like kind of fill up your cup. But then the best part is I get really excited about the next year. Like Mm -hmm. I look forward to what's coming up, what things I might've missed in this year. Like one thing I missed was skydiving. That was on my goals. So I did skydiving. I ended up doing skydiving the day after my birthday this year. So it will be on my, this I believe for next year, but it's still one of those things where you forget about the things that you had set the intention for. So it brings it up again. Um, which is, I also added the food section, um, which on there I would include all things air fryer, macro friendly, um, all things of that sort. I've got into selling air fryers using my Amazon affiliate link, which has been super fun and crazy awesome to me that you guys are loving my air fryer recipes. I absolutely love cooking and making, um, healthy recipes for foods that I love to eat and I'm going to continue to do so. And you Uh, just bumped up some of your logoing stuff. So check check it out. I yeah. Think. Post so, it in this podcast. Yep. Too. I'll link it to in the blog as well. Um, so I've kind of organized all of my air fryer recipes into blog format. So you guys can reference them super easy. Um, just taking Cammy's cafe to the next level. Um, just this air fryer Friday is going to be a segment of Cammy's cafe, which I'm really excited about. Kind of started out as a joke and it's slowly evolving. I think it'll be good. And, and sometimes the best jokes are meant to turn into reality. Right? Yeah. Which is uh, for me in food, it would be It's interesting because when you spend five months, almost most of the year Mm -hmm. on a very uh, tight nutrition plan, and then it's been freedom. So I would say if you took the whole year and melded it together, it'll balance out like Mm -hmm. a pretty balanced nutrition. But right now I have a lot more things that I enjoy when I eat and stuff. But I just, I think everything in moderation is something that I've taught Rhea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when you teach your children, you reteach yourself. Mm -hmm. So anytime I tell her, it's something for me. So I still have ice cream and I'd still have a beer but I try to keep in moderation and I'm just trying to watch watch the the weight with the food right trying to be a big role model which has been an interesting thing for me I've never really been around children that much where I had to be a role model for anyone else and food's a big food's a big part of your life so you what you bring in is they're interested in yeah and like this is a super side topic, but even just like the way I talk about my body and mm, myself in absolutely. front of I, yep. the kids, I'm a lot more aware of how I talk about my absolutely. body and I don't objectify myself as much when I'm around them because yep. I don't want them to do that. And if I, I don't, don't want them to do that, I don't exactly. want to do that. I don't, we talk about our bodies and legs and arms yeah. and butts glutes and glutes. And, yeah. We talk a lot about the muscles and that we don't shy from verbalizing yeah. it. We just don't say, I don't feel comfortable yeah. or I da-da-da-da. don't like this or yeah. don't like that. Right. So it, that's been interesting to like be aware yeah. of how I talk about myself, uh, which I would include in something like this. Absolutely. How I talk about my body, um, which would, I would include that in health. Yeah. Um, which I do. I write kind of my weight and my like body fat and things like that too there. Um, Moving on to my next portion, which I had mentioned in our previous podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's all about excuses. We have Lexion. It's a really fun time. Um, good conversation. But we talked about um, mission statements briefly. And so basically for me, my pers- every, you know, companies have their mission statement, what they want to do with the organization, where they want to take the company. I have my own personal mission statement, what I want to do with myself and where I want to take myself in life. And I purposefully don't attach it to an industry or a work field, um, because I think that can be really easy, tempting to do that. I try to keep it, integrate my core values into how I want to make people feel. Um, and that's what I want to do. And I let that statement guide me through life and my career choices, my personal choices. 
Um, so my last year's mission statement was uh, very in-depth, detailed, um, very elaborate. Let me pull it up here quickly. Um, I believe it was to the effect of to help people live happier, healthier, wealthier lives through use of technology so that their lives may be more efficient. Or so I think it was to help people live more efficient lives through use of technology so that they may live healthier lives. Um, so that was just something that was what I wanted. And I let that guide me through, you know, whatever careers I was in. And then this year, when I got to my mission statement, I wanted to try to rewrite it instead of building off my previous mission statements because my career has changed so much in the last year. So all I could come up with was I want to help people live happier and healthier lives. And it's not a very lengthy statement. It doesn't offer me a ton of guidance, um, but it offers me some guidance. And I feel like currently I'm on the right path for that. Um, but I will continue to reference that when it comes to future endeavors. So um, that's what I use for my mission statement. Anita, I'm going to throw you on the spot. Oh my gosh. What's Let's your mission statement it. for How this year? How long can a mission statement be? About two paragraphs. Oh, it can, <laughs> it can be that long? <laughs> your own rules. So I haven't, I mean, I've always meant to write one. I have a lot of vision board type things and a lot of, I'm kind of a creative and sometimes with creatives you get a little chaos where we can't scramble, even though it's clean cut and beautiful in our head. Like you look at our design room and you're like, good Lord, what tornado tossed through here. And we're like, calm. A glitter one. We're calm. We're like, this is it. I'm in it. I'm in it. But um, I would say currently I am a woman living through my passions with plans and dreams to bring my family along with me and to see my vision of of happiness in touching people in a new different way that my children and my husband can then develop their lives around or incorporate in to, to then later in life or even currently live through their passions. And Write that down. Themselves. I don't <laughs> even have to say recording. that anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, that's where I'm at Perfect. right now. I have financial goals. I have a lot of different outside goals, fitness goals, you name it. But Right now is the more I push to live passionately and not try to pay the electric bill, my electric bill is getting paid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Auto payment does that for me now. Thank you. But the more I live passionately allows me to be happier throughout the day and happier at night. And my list through my head is the one I provide and I introduce myself because I'm trying to create different things. And I want my family to understand that they can do that for themselves as well, especially my children. But I want them to come with me because there's a reason why I love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I love in the industries I'm working in or working towards. I want them to feel that too, because it was a part of my past and it has melded me. And I feel it would be a good reflection or a good, a good thing for them as well. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you put someone on the spot and they just mic I'll take it, you. mind you. Camille sent me this statement earlier. She's like, did you read it? I was like, well, why don't you just show it to me now? Which means, no, I didn't read it. I just, 
only emailed it once and sent yeah. a screenshot. Yeah, again. I've been busy. She <laughs> understands, but she knows to put me under pressure and yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's fun along the way. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's our yeah. podcast. We can yeah. say we won't. I know we can say we won't, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> All right, and so um, as I transition on, I kind of finish up my this I believe statement, and it might be easier too to start with this portion of the template to kind of get your mind reflecting and then kind of delve deeper. That might be a little easier place to start. Um, I just tend to end on it because I, I know that it's reflective. I know what's coming. So I like to touch on trends and favorites of the year. So specifically I write down my favorite songs of the year, which I looked back at my last year's ones and they were almost identical. I was like, well, I haven't expanded any of my music very much this year. Like they were like, I wrote down some of the same songs. Yep. Because yep. I thought That's they came okay, up though, this year. But songs are kind of timeless sometimes. Yeah. And like types of music. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this year my music has been all about the Spanish music. And I read last year's and I was like, this year has been all about the Spanish music. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I I'm still into Spanish kind of music. Um, and my favorite makeup items, favorite makeup YouTubers. That's just one of my hobbies. So I like to keep tabs on that and keep it updated. Maya, what was your favorite book of the year? Favorite books, videos, oh fashion trends has been something kind of cool um, to have on there. Gas prices is really interesting to see how they shift um, year over year. Um, let's see if I included gas prices in my last year's blog. Two twenty five gas prices last year around July eighth, twenty seventeen were two twenty five. Now they're about two eighty five. Um, just kind of a fun little thing to include there. That's kind of interesting to see year over year. On my Instagram followers, I gained like 300 followers this year. I was kind of upset. I was like, my Instagram hasn't grown at all. Um, but then, you know, I realized like 300 people have followed me. That's a lot. Who cares if any of them are bots? So something like that, just like keeping cool financial tabs is just kind of interesting and fascinating to see how things progress year over year. Um, major political events and any other miscellaneous things that happened that year. You could also include here your vacations. You know, things that happen, big events. Um, and then, so what would anything that stand out to you if you would specifically include or different things that you would include about the favorites of the year? Um, I would say fun fashion-wise, I have this weird goal of always dressing like I'm on vacation. No. Is that a weird goal? No. I love it. Like, I want people to see me and be like, did you just get back from vacation? Is like, why you're wearing a fedora? Totally. A this is it. Like, <laughs> I want you to find me in January and be like, do you just get back from Jamaica? And be like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I look like I did. Except for the sun-kissed skin. So that's a weird goal. I have a cool. long one. Gaga went for like a year without pants. That's a bigger goal. I don't think, <laughs> I, think I can get there. But fashion-wise, um, I was more relaxed on my wardrobe. Made it easy, but still try to make it fun. Moccasins were my mm. best friend this last year. Mm -hmm. So just fun stuff like that. Music come and goes. I love Ed Sheeran right now. Just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be fun to reflect next year. And I change music all the time. So right. yeah, this is you're going to get one. to go and listen to this podcast. Next I know. Year. You're not going to have to write it. We're going to do this, this next great. year. <laughs> you have no idea how much in alignment this is with what I needed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Reflection in the moment. You don't even have to do anything. Because we do this anyway. I know. <laughs> um, and then big goals for next year. Um, so like I said, skydiving was a big one for me in terms of last year to this year. So I made sure I did that specifically or mentality wise things you want to correct or, you know, improve upon or just goals you want to have for the next year. So whether it's being kind, more kind to people 
or doing certain tasks. Like I really want to learn how to do a backflip and I have people that I can call upon. I just got to do it. That's awesome. <laughs> so that, that's one of my things that's for this awesome. year, big goals for the next year. Um, aside from, I like to, I guess I, they're not necessarily big goals, but they're specific goals that I want to accomplish for the next year that wouldn't be categorized necessarily into your like financial, you know, your normal, typical goal planning goals that you would hit on during your, you know, between your New Year's and Christmas types of things. Um, and another section that I just added, I'll have Anita kind of go through her big goals and her word of the year. So this was something I had been introduced through the Women in Networking. Um, we had an event where we all painted on canvases our word of the year. So this was our guiding word for the year. And we painted it on a little, like, eight by eight canvas and my word for this year so undecided about it for the longest time which is ironic because my word for this year is decide <laughs> I told someone I was thinking about that word and she got goosebumps and I immediately decided that was the That's word, the word. Um, so I have a canvas sitting in the she shed right now that says the word decide in all capital letters the period behind it and I try to take that and run with it and try to just make decisions that I feel confident about, commit and go and run with it. So that's, I've been indecisive this year and I've been trying to make a conscious effort to make decisions for myself, feel confident in them mm -hmm. and move forward. Mm -hmm. And then she then was able to put that out. There's a lot of times she's like, decide is my word and Nita, you're struggling right now. I need you to decide. Mm -hmm. So she's been able to enforce it more because she's been able to rely on herself mm -hmm. throughout the, throughout the year. Right. So do you have anything? Um, big goals for next year. I'll, I think right now I am focused on my next goal, which is in 20 days or the Minnesota State Fair, which is a, a weird goal I didn't expect to have this year. And if anyone wants more details, you'll have to ask me about it. But <laughs> um, I'm so focused on that one right now. And I really feel that what happens at the State Fair may direct or redirect us in some way in a in a good way, no matter what, I will allow mm -hmm. it to be a good way, but whatever it is, it will kind of determine what goes on next year. I haven't picked a fitness goal yet, and I, I want to be able to spend more time with food. I cook food. I eat food. It's food to me. I don't, like, I haven't, I've lost a lot of my passion around mm -hmm. food. We're spending time in cooking, and people who have young children, you're just trying to feed the next mouth, and you're just trying to move on to the next thing. So those are some of my big goals is maybe slow down a little bit more, I guess you could say. Do I have a word? I don't know. For next you year. You better pick one. All right. You talk a little bit. All and right. I'll see if I can come up with a word of the year for next this next year. Um, so going back to the last part, which is what I always do and I always – this is my favorite part about this whole process, but I always wait until I'm done because it can alter – the things you include into your statement. Um, so I wait until I'm completely done with this process before I go and read last year's statement. And I do this because I don't want last year's mentality to influence the way that I'm writing this year's um, and just the different things I cover. And a lot of times I go back and read last year's and like, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about so-and-so or like some scenario in my life that happened. Um, so sometimes it is just superficial, but I really like to just preserve my current mentality 
And because that's the whole purpose of this for me is to reflect from year to year and see the transition. So I don't want to go back to how I was thinking last year and rewrite it in that frame. Um, And so it was actually really funny because right before we started this podcast, I was like, okay, like, let me try to pull some quotes or something from a previous um, document, like my one of my first or second ones and like, see what I was saying, like, what was I thinking? Um, so I went back to my original, literally still labeled English final project <laughs> in my notes. I love it. <laughs> I won't change it. I'm just going to keep it. I have in there a quote. I don't care to share or preach my beliefs to others. Well, that's interesting because I have a podcast <laughs> all yes. about my beliefs now. <laughs> Quite different now. So, and I didn't really know what to think of that originally. And Anita was instantly like, well... Yeah, you just feel a lot more confident in your Mm -hmm. beliefs and your uh, viewpoints. And you don't necessarily have that same maybe fear of judgment towards sharing with other people. Or maybe at that point in life. But at the same time, she doesn't have uh, an intent to push her views Mm -hmm. on people. So it's just her certainty has developed over the last couple of years to be more, more outspoken about it. Because that's who Camille is. She's a very spoken person, you know? Yeah, and definitely, like, I don't ever want to preach or make anyone else think of my beliefs. That's not what this podcast is about at all. all. You believe Um, what you want to believe, but here's what we're talking about. Right, and so that aspect of sharing my beliefs um, has definitely changed a lot for me, where I would have maybe felt more embarrassed maybe in high school about sharing my beliefs. It was very, coming from a small town, town of 4,000 people, you know, to have beliefs outside of what everyone thought was to be very different and, you know, to be outcast was not accepted. And so now living in a bigger city, I realize that you can have your own beliefs and that's totally fine, mm-hmm. even if they're different than everyone else's or just a slight variation, what everyone yeah. else is. Um, so I think that's probably been like the biggest part of me that's changed is I have my beliefs. And if you would like to hear them, I will share them. But you do not have to believe the same thing. I Right. And I think just sharing what you believe or what you work on or what you're trying to do can inspire someone. You can believe in what we're saying Mm -hmm. or choose not to, but I hope something might've inspired you or at least think about something from a different perspective or inspire you to take action in another way. I, I think in high school, I was 17 when I wrote this original one and I didn't, I don't think I had any desire or intention to inspire anyone and I still don't think I have an intention to inspire people but yet I receive that feedback commonly um, which is very humbling and I'm so grateful for it that I still can't believe that anyone looks up to me um, in any way or thinks that I'm inspiring which is so cool when I hear that but I think that's the biggest thing that's changed for me is now that I know that Someone, even if it's one person at one time, mm-hmm. has looked up to me. I look at myself as someone to inspire others, yep. possibly. Yep. When I didn't in, yeah. in high school, I didn't have that. Right. Yeah. Like mindset. And you kind of, because you're growing into your own in high school. I mean, right. there's a lot of similarities and everyone's trying to be like someone else because they're uncertain of who they kind of want to be. And that's part of, you know, growing up, I guess. Right. And um, another thing, too, um, for my, like, reflecting on the mindset, like, I like to write just things that stood out to you, like, of the whole year of your mindset, like, what was really prominent in the way that you went about your life? Like, for me, in high school, it apparently was karma. (laughs) 
I believe karma's real as a sentence I wrote yeah. in here, you yeah. know, just you can attract positive or negative things in your life, depending on your mindset. And to me, that's really um, not everything has changed along the way, which is comforting to know that I still believe that even when I was 17 and in high school and didn't really know who I was and I still don't know mm-hmm. fully. Um, so it's it's reassuring, too, and it can confirm kind of who I, who I think I am and who I want to be um, and set myself off on the right foot for next year. So that's kind of where I went with it for my current this I believe statement. And I'm looking forward to how you will reflect upon your I know I'm excited too. next year. I cannot seem to grab a word for the year next okay. year. So we may have to chat about it in the next one. I've had a couple words come to me, but they kind of more in alignment of where I'm at now mm-hmm. versus what the whole we push year. the year. So, or what I need to look forward. Cause I think I'm a little caught in the now right now. just trying to get this big goal off my plate. Mm-hmm. So I will have a word of the year and we can chat about something like that. Decide in, in, in what your next, what is your next word? I don't know. I haven't decided. Oh, good. This okay. Year. That'll be another podcast. Yeah, so we'll oh, do a whole, goodness. I think we're going to do a podcast about vision boarding. Yeah. And um, so I think that would be a really good podcast. Yeah. To we won't do a whole podcast about our word. Cause I'm already snoring through it. Like how yeah, can you go no, through that's one why word? We'll, we'll couple it with vision boarding. I think but, to, to be continued because you know we're all a work in progress and if we can't find exactly what you're looking for then then we'll come back to it when we can we will decide <laughs> what our guiding words for this i don't believe be. that was an excuse i hope you caught our last podcast <laughs> <laughs> and so i hope you guys enjoyed that um rendition of some a tradition that i started when i was in high school and it kind of has evolved over the years and i expect it to continue to evolve because that's the beauty of it it's my own thing it's my own creation it's only from you know my eyes only but i'm here to share the concept and the idea with you in hopes that you take something of value from it as well yeah and why why not if you're someone who's looking for accountability or goals or reflection or this or that why not it takes like you know as long as you want it to take but you can definitely do it in one hour do cover all of it and at, when it comes down to it like why not yeah there's nothing you're gonna have to lose besides an hour that you might have watched on right. netflix oh, yeah. so <laughs> i encourage you all to you know use some variation of the template that i have to offer or make your own version of it do it and reflect on it it doesn't have to be on your birthday but that's just when i do it and share with me let us know. Send us a message on Instagram or our Facebook page or on my personal page and let me know if you did it and if it was awesome. I don't need to know anything about it, but just if it was a positive experience for you or if it made you think a little bit more about something else or anything like that. I want to know from you guys. And because this is so cool, we have an audience that we're speaking to and I just love doing these podcasts. So I just want to thank you guys for listening as always. And Anita, do you have any final words before we close it out? Life is a balancing act. Be the ringmaster of your own balancing act, people. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Ciao. Bye.